welcome to series two of my podcast, Innovation, where we get to hear stories and experiences of incredible women in science and technology. Not only will you get insights into some fascinating innovations, but you may also even relate to their stories, especially if you yourself are a little unconventional or non-conforming. As with all science and technology, what these women do for a living has a real impact on all of our lives, and we often don't realise it. But here on Innovation, I'm also giving women a platform for them to be heard and for us to be inspired and uplifted by what they've learned along their life's journeys, both personally and professionally. This week, I talked to electronics and computer engineer Prachi Gupta. Hi, so my name is Prachi. I'm from India. I'm currently doing my master's in electrical and computer engineering from the University of Minnesota. A little bit about me. I'm the first girl child engineer in my family and I'm breaking the barriers and it's always been my dream to do engineering and I I specialize in chip design. I'm I'm doing back in VLSI. So yeah, I'm a design automation engineer at Intel currently doing my internship. Okay. Wow. So, so why has it always been a dream? Like what, what were you dreaming about? I think it's more of a challenge. Like, because in my, when I was in school, I, a lot of people had told me that, you know, you don't have it in you to do engineering. Throughout my life, I've heard so many people say that you don't have it in you to do engineering. I've heard, you know, in like, it's just, it's just the culture that I come from that, you know, girls can't do engineering. Girls are just meant to, you know, have a family or, you know, they're, they're eventually going to get married, but that's not me. Uh, I, and yeah, like I, science and maths never came very easy to me. You can keep it like that. So I took it as a challenge and then I fell in love with my subjects and yeah, like I, it was just my passion. What kind of age were you when you realized that maths and science are actually really beautiful? Uh, to be honest, I hated science till I was ninth standard. But uh, from tenth, I started liking physics. I started like I, I was. I always loved math. I used to go for my math tuitions, and my my teacher always used to tell me that you know you have a very good intuition. You should always you should pursue something with math. And in eleventh and twelfth, when people used to cry about calculus and integration, I used to enjoy it. So that was me. And uh, with science, like I mean, I didn't like all the subjects in science. To be honest, till date, I hate chemistry. I absolutely hate it, but um, I mean, like that's just me. But I just loved the. I loved electrical engineering, and that's why I want. I knew I wanted to do. I I wanted to go ahead with that. Like logic gates, all of this really interests me. Like, like it just. It's I will. Like, people used to actually laugh at me, or you know, like they used to be like, "Oh my god, look at you!" Because even during my undergrad. I used to have fun giving some some exams, my favorite subjects. I used to have fun. Like, th- I think that's what matters. Like, it's, you're supposed to have fun. You're supposed to enjoy what you do. So, yeah, once I found that, I knew this is what I wanted to do. So, just for people who are not in the Indian system, or I don't even know what educational system you're in, but what is ninth and 10th? Like, how old are you when you're doing those grades? Okay, so um, I was 14. I was 14. Yeah, 14, 15, 9th and 10th is 14, 15, yeah. Yeah, okay. I relate to that because I was around that age when I went from hating maths and not being very good at it to suddenly just going, hang on, this is starting to make sense. Yeah, exactly. And then it became, and then it became like one of my favorite subjects because it was just so logical. 
yeah exactly it just makes sense like there's an answer to it there is a way there is there is a there is a why i think that's what makes sense to me yeah because um i i started out being more of a, a kind of arty creative type but actually those kinds of subjects take a lot of time like they're time consuming whereas i found maths and the sciences like you just have to find the one answer that gets you the marks or the points or whatever it is and so <laughs> it just seemed like easier to get there yeah <laughs> so why engineering because maths and physics doesn't guarantee that you go into a subject like engineering like um to be honest in 11th and 12th i was so i had an option of taking either physics chemistry math or physics chemistry biology and i knew i didn't want to become a doctor <laughs> and uh, with so i i actually in 11th and 12th i just took physics chemistry maths and i'm like let's see how it goes and i studied and then um, i don't know like you know I, i actually spoke to a lot of seniors i spoke to a lot of mentors which actually helped me a lot and then i'm like okay let's try let's give it a try so then i went i went to vit vellore in india and i started pursuing electronics and communication engineering so honestly my first semester was a little rough i was still getting used to the study pattern the whole college life it was my first time in college but then as semesters went by i just started falling in love with what i was doing i just knew that you know this is what i want and then that's when i did my masters and i think doing my masters was one of the best decisions of my life it changed my life like it changed my life it gave me so much confidence and i found something i absolutely love so i'm doing vlsi cad so i'm into like design automation so in chip design you have your various sectors so i'm doing the i'm in the automation part of it and i absolutely love it like i'm telling you the codes and like the assignment they used to frustrate us but i used to have absolutely so much fun even during my interview but when i was interning for my intern when i was interviewing for my internships i would they, they, they would ask me and even i really remember one interviewer also told me that you you speak so passionately about your assignments it's amazing because that's what it is like you just have to love what you do that's all so the, i mean that's when i knew engineering is what i want to do and like i said like it was a challenge like when people tell you you can't do something i just feel you want to do it even more and i want to I want to I wanted to break the barrier. I am the first girl like I said first girl child engineer but I don't want to be the last. That's mm-hmm. my aim. So what is it that you love? Like if for someone who has no idea what you're doing. Okay. Like what is it that you is so fun? So when it comes to code at the when you get the end result to be honest that's the best feeling ever because it's like you put in so much effort and if someone asks me why i love engineering to be honest all i can say is it challenges me it really challenges me every day i'm finding some, like i'm i'm learning something new about myself through engineering that's what i would say because i didn't know i had the capability of doing this and every day i'm surprising myself so i think that was exciting about it and i know it's the subject it's just the whole transistors like my professor says like in the starting of my semester he's like you know I, when you close your eyes i want you to you, you know intuition should come to you so now if, if i close my eyes i can genuinely like picture a transistor all the parts of it like that's how that's how passionate i am and i think that's what matters if you find something you you're so passionate about yeah <laughs> so is your work literally about making ships do things by themselves 
not by themselves so you have millions and millions of transistors on a chip and you have to make you have to consider so many things while you create a chip like you have to think about the power that's how you like you know the power dissipation the aging of the chip so there are a lot of things that that that, 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 that you know you have to factor in timing like you know you want you, you you are operating at some frequency so you don't want it to be too slow then like nobody will use your processor if you're if it's too slow right so you know there are a lot of things that come in consideration so my part is the so somebody writes the logic for it so that's not that, like that's the front end and what back end people do is what logic they give we optimize it to get the best possible best possible you know a placement of those tra- transistors on a chip that's exactly what i do yeah wow so that's what your masters was about yeah yeah and you know i've never seen someone so enthusiastic about yeah. chips um unless they're the edible kind <laughs> um, but like you know i i get really excited about quantum computing for example because i really think that that's the future um with all your excitement and knowledge about um the computers we have today which are far more binary like they work on ones and zeros like do you see yourself transitioning into that quantum age or do you want to just develop the computers we have today even further i think i i don't have much knowledge on quantum computing to be very honest so all i would say is you know as of now just want to you know make whatever is there better and better every day that's what i really want to do technologies are changing every day and yeah, i just want to be part of a big big future so when you're designing um the structure of chips essentially um what does that enable the ships to do uh so structure in the sense you have you have a defined area that you decide i think before you know it depends so it depends on what you want to do so i'll give an example so i designed an sram chip for my one of my assignments in college one of my projects so with memory you you know you have a area that you want to achieve so according to that area you decide okay you know how close you want your transistors to be how close like how close you want your gates to be how close you want um, you know your your you know your, your wires like you obviously you know all these transistors are gates are connected to each other so how do you want to connect it to each other so all of that you decide so i had actually done layout so that's the that's the one that goes to the um foundry for for chip making so you know before that you have to you know there's so many rules so there are already design rules that are already given to us and uh, you know then you, you you make a schematic so that's basically like you know just a normal drawing kind of thing but on a software and you run it so you know you you compare it and then you check okay is it working properly and if it's functioning and then there are a lot of steps like if i go into details i think it'll just become a course but like so you know you 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 have rules you have a sort of expectations that are already given to you that you know you need to meet requirements so accordingly you know you keep you keep like it's like a trial and error you can keep it like that you know you keep you know exploring you keep you know testing okay which works better and then you make a decision gosh and everything's happening at a tiny 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 scale yeah now everything like they are, i think right now the current technology is 7 nanometers or 5 nanometers so yeah that's very exciting <laughs> So you know a lot about something that could probably fit on the tip of your f- little finger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean that's based by mind. 
yeah like i mean it's really like initially you know i used to be like okay it's not a big deal but now yeah like when i think about it it's it's crazy <laughs> how you know just just my phone like it just you will not believe the amount of transistors that are there on in this you know on the chip that is operating your phone so that's that's extremely crazy yeah i mean i can't wrap my head around the fact that by writing um lines and lines of ones and zero combinations and then that goes along um metal wires and it kind of opens and shuts gates that you can basically get your phone to do the most incredible things yeah it's mind boggling <laughs> i just i still i and so i mean it must take a lot of people Hold to on. make a phone work in the way that it works um where do you fit into that massive group of engineers and scientists um so as of now i'm like a very small part of it like so when you get you know when you have your like you know even in my team that i work for so you know there are various people doing various things so you know even the whole back end has so many opportunities you know there's someone who's making sure of placement there's someone who's planning the you know floor plan is basically your chip so it's ba- they're basically planning okay you know the area where what comes then there's someone who's synthesizing your the the data that you know the code that comes from your front end engineers and then there is there, there's someone who's you know checking timing and then you know there's so many other things you have to check power you have to check congestion there's so many things that go into this so yeah i'm like i'm just trying to you know i'm trying to learn still so it's just been my th- third week at my internship so yeah like i don't like i mean yeah you can say like i'm just learning bits and bits of everything right now yeah and internships are so useful for that because you can really find out where you fit exactly yeah <laughs> so what's first of all like are there lots of women doing what you're doing you said you're the first girl to be um doing this but like in my family <laughs> And so at work are there other women or are you in there the are so many and it makes me so happy my manager is a woman and it makes me extremely happy when i see women in tech women in science it makes me it, it's not only women in tech i'm just like women who are doing what they love and that really that that's 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 just what i like i love i just extremely love it that's so amazing wow so it's times are changing from when i was a graduate because yeah. there were so few females um are you so you're based in india right no i'm currently in the us i'm in minneapolis minnesota ah okay so when last year okay so yeah. with covid like were you going into school or yeah so um last year the college was back on campus so yeah, i i was fortunate enough to attend my classes in person and like that i could still say you know this industry in general tech is still uh, you know it's it's not it's a man dominated industry and but things are changing you know there are there, there are so i used to work for a startup where you know the ceo is a is a woman and that used to make me so happy like women are changing it is going to change the world is going to change and i just want to be a part of it that's what i really want to do with my page like it says i want to inspire women engineers like me because i genuinely feel you know there are a lot of things that you know we feel like we actually there are so many times where you know i would actually i have actually felt you know maybe i'm not good enough you know maybe i'm not smart enough and I think we have to really overcome that because I feel once you set your mind on it I think nothing can stop you. 
Yeah, I mean, the female engineers that I've talked to that maybe started their education in India, um, it sounds like it can be really competitive. And what that usually means is you have to get the top, top, top grades to be able to continue your education in STEM. Um, And that doesn't really include a lot of people because to really get the top grades, like a lot of people get left out. Are you, do you experience that or have things changed? So I'll be very honest with you. I genuinely feel grades don't matter. You know, it's how much, you know, it's your knowledge. I like, I, till my till my end of undergrad i used to run behind grades i'll be very honest with you and i feel you know in in that process my learning got hampered so you know with grad school i'd set my mind that you know i'm only going to you know study i want to just i want to gain knowledge i want to you know improve i want to grow and i stopped running behind grades i didn't have i wasn't top of my class i wasn't but yeah i'm doing well i you know i like i like I just feel what you do, what you what, like, what you're doing matters. Like if you're learning, if you're growing, then grades. I just think it just it just doesn't really matter. Even our professors used to say, "All we want you to is learn." You know, you're gonna fail along the way. Like I'll give you an example. So I'm doing VLSI CAD. Last for my first semester, on for my VLSI CAD subject, I did very horrible in my midterm. Like extremely horrible. I was I was, I was not. I was one of the. I was in the bottom of my class, and. You know, I didn't give up because that's when we were sitting for internships. I knew I love VLSI CAD. I knew this is what I want to do. And I sat and I, I got my internship. I got Intel in December. I got I, I got an offer. So all I'm saying is, you know, it just doesn't matter. You know, just it, the grades don't matter. You are going to get bad grades or good grades. I think what matters is if you're learning, if you're growing. And I think that's the passion everybody should have. Even the day I got my internship when I told my professor, the one who, who you know, who, who used to do, taught me VLSI CAD. He said, I'm so glad you didn't give up. I always knew you had it in you. Like, I'm so proud of you. That's what the, those were my professor's words. So I genuinely feel, you know, you don't have to be at the top of your class. You don't have to, you know, have a hundred on hundred. You don't have to have all A's. All that matters is you're learning, you're growing, and you're open to growth. Like you're not, you you can't just sit and say, okay, you know, I know everything. Every day you are going to learn something new and you have to be okay with it. This day I accepted that, you know, okay, I'm not the best. I'm not going to be, I'm not at the top of my class. I'm still learning. And, you know, even with my classmates, there are so many people who are much smarter than me, but it's up to you. Do you want to, you know, sit and compete with them or, you know, do you want to learn from them? So yeah, I chose to learn from them and yeah, I'm much better. (laughs) What a healthy attitude. I mean, school can sometimes make you get really competitive and, um, you know, sometimes students are so overloaded with work that all they can think about is getting the great grades and being top of the class. And it can really distract people from developing enthusiasm. And like when I talk to you, all I hear is enthusiasm and it's so engaging and so kind of like infectious like I kind of want to learn all about computers and how they work and electronics (laughs) because you just seem so passionate about it and I think that's worth more than being top second or even third in a class like you know so um I know that you're probably really young and you may have (laughs) thought about this but like given that you do work with quite a number of women like how do you see a job in STEM 
as uh, being compatible with all those traditional cultural expectations of like getting married, having children, all of that, like, can they coexist? I think they can coexist, but for me, I want to set my career first before, you know, you go into marriage. So I strongly believe, you know, you need to be very independent. You shouldn't be financially dependent on anybody whatsoever. Financial independence is so important. And I have seen, I have seen stories. I have seen people in India where women have suffered because, you know, they didn't get enough education and, you know, things ended badly. And, um, you know, I'm like, so I just feel it is so important. And I, I'm I'm very sure if, you know, if you fall in love, everything can, you know, you can make it work. And, but yeah, like, I just feel if you first career, you know, you need to set, you know, what you love, you know, you need to, you need to explore. Like there is an age, there is a time where, you know, you, you, everybody, like, I don't feel, I, I believe nobody should be alone. I honestly want everybody to, you know, be with someone in their life, but yeah, like I feel, you know, if you're financially independent, then, you know, why not? It's very I mean, empowering. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it depends on how you choose your partner as well. They really need to respect what you do. And, you know, if you if there's someone who, you know, wouldn't let you work, that's not acceptable to me. <laughs> that's yeah. so not acceptable. I'm so glad you say that because I think past generations have felt that it's a woman's role to be looked after by a man. Yeah, and it's, it's terrible because, okay, great. Like a guy's looking after you, meaning that, you know, there's no pressure on you to work, but it's the worst thing when you're looking to another human being for your survival. Yeah. I mean, that's actually, like, I totally agree with you. Like that's, it, it makes me very angry. I have seen it with my eyes. I have seen so many stories where, you know, people have, you know, the women are, you know, you're not allowed to work. You're not allowed to do this. It makes me so angry. Like my anger is beyond bounds when, you know, they say, you know, girls can't do engineering. Girls can't, girls shouldn't work. Girls should, you know, just take care of family. Like that's bullshit. That's extremely, that's, that's extreme bullshit. I did hear, um, someone once say that like the cure to cancer could be in the mind of a little girl somewhere, you know, and if we deny her of the education and the ability to develop those STEM skills, like we'll all be denied of this potential cure to cancer. And it just got me thinking that it's so important for everyone to get an education. Um, And, you know, seeing your extreme enthusiasm and excitement for what you do, um, is such a um, kind of advertisement for going into STEM. Um, do you have any advice for anyone um, considering a career in STEM? Because I would have thought a lot of young girls or anyone who's in a minority would feel really intimidated that going into STEM requires you to be brilliant um, and like high highly academic I mean what advice would you have so I'll, I'll tell one thing you don't have to be smart you don't have to be top ace if you think you can do it if you dream it you can definitely do it 
and you will you will fail like i said you will fail but that's part of the process you fail you get up you try again that's what i do my coach don't work first for first time they don't work my projects don't work first time it frustrates me so much but that's all part of the process everything you will fail a million times you will come you know you will come across so many people that will tell you so many things about you know science or your career or they you know you do have teachers who will tell you that you don't have it in you but if you have set your mind on it then nothing should stop you and failure especially shouldn't stop you because it's all part of the process it's the journey you should genuinely enjoy it now when i look back at my journey i know i deserve it i know what i have gone through and that's that's the best feeling ever so yeah. like and it will get hard i'm not going to deny it it gets hard it gets so hard but yeah what matters is you don't stop because there is light at the end of the tunnel that is true there is genuinely light at the end of the tunnel and when you reach there the entire tunnel will seem beautiful <laughs> okay so final question for you then um when you talk about dreaming um of what we want to do in engineering or what we can do and what's possible in stem like how do you find out about it because a lot of engineering for example like it just seems like biggy big heavy machinery um <laughs> that where you you get filthy you know what can we learn about what engineering really is about so to be honest i got to know more in details you know about the various sectors of engineering by talking to people it really helps so i keep stressing this you know people don't know the power of networking i genuinely still feel the amount of people that i have come across the amount of people i have met i know people in various fields so i know you know what each field entitles so i think that really helps talking to people helps talking to you know professionals help talking to you know people at senior positions really help so yeah i think that's how you get to know about uh, in, like the entire sector of engineering because engineering is not just computer science engineering is not just electrical engineering there is so much more to engineering yeah i had my roommate was biotech so like you know i know about that my i had a roommate who was you know doing it and my best friend does biotech so like i mean it just yeah there's, there's just so many people in so many sectors of engineering so you just know it like you talk to people that's what that's what i'm saying you talk to as many people as you can you talk to each person from every stream of engineering and then you will know what 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 each what what it is it's not just mechanical engineering it's not just you know like you said getting your hands dirty <laughs> it's a lot more so when i went to like that's what vit velor like you know it's so diverse like there's so many people from so many places so many people doing so many fields of engineering so you talk to people and then you know and i must say hearing from you is also really important because people need to talk more about their work and just you know do what you're doing which is have a more public profile because even if you're not creating like shows or you know just to know that you exist can be inspiring for at least one person and i think um engineers should communicate more um so that we can start changing the perception of what engineering is um it has been so amazing to hear some of your story and i think most importantly to see your absolute passion for what you're doing um thank you so much for giving us an insight and good luck with everything you've got going on i have a feeling that your career is going to be just very successful and and fruitful so thank you thank you it was thank you for having me on on your, on your on your page like it was amazing thank you 
Thanks for listening and please do subscribe to this podcast and maybe even rate and review it if you can. The more ratings and reviews then the more interest from those trusty algorithms which could help to increase the reach of this show. And you can watch the video recording of this conversation on YouTube on my new series called Esteemed. It's all about self-discovery, self-evolution and inclusivity on innovation. Let's all strive to be in the best versions of ourselves and celebrate others being themselves too. As always, be kind and loving, and I wish you all a great week.